Welcome to the Campus Rush Podcast. We believe that God will speak through this word and meet you right at the point of your need. We hope that God will bless you through this message. One of the prophets I love so much in the Bible is the prophet Jeremiah. And this evening, I want to speak to you briefly about this prophet. I'm going to go straight and pick up from one of the pages of this of the life from the life of this prophet and i want to paint to you probably from one of his lowest points and then there's a word god wants me to talk to you about about how god has made it and then i'll end by telling you and showing you how to call upon the lord is that all right come with me to jeremiah chapter 32 i I'm from the old school. I like to read the New King James Version. I'm sorry, I, I haven't graduated to the newer versions yet. I'll get there one day. But Jeremiah 32, I'll read the first three verses, then I'll jump to verse 17, then I'll jump to chapter 33 and read the first three verses, and then we'll, we'll have a, a few conversations, and then we'll be done. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord in the 10th year of Zedekiah, king of Judah, which was the 18th year of Nebuchadnezzar. For then the king of Babylon's army besieged Jerusalem and Jeremiah the prophet. Jeremiah the prophet. Can I hear you say Jeremiah the prophet? Jeremiah, the prophet. Jeremiah was a prophet. Jeremiah the prophet was shut up in the court of the prison, which was in the king of Judah's house. For Zedekiah, king of Judah, had shut him up, saying, Why do you prophesy and say, Thus says the Lord, Behold, I'll give the city into the hand of the king of Babylon, and he shall take it. So Zedekiah, who was the king of Judah, had come under the siege of the king Nebuchadnezzar from Babylon. And Jeremiah the prophet is given a prophetic word and God speaks to Jeremiah and he says, speak and tell these people that Jerusalem will be taken as a siege. Jerusalem is done. That say of the Lord, Jerusalem has come under my judgment. And the prophet prophesies and the prophetic word lands him in jail. He is shut up in the prison of the king's court. The king is angry. Zedekiah, who was the king of Judah, is angry because, Pastor Kofi, Jeremiah the prophet is doing what God has called him to do. I don't know who I'm talking to, but there are some of you, you've lost a few friends because you are doing what God has called you to do. You are saying some things God has called you to say. You are living the way God has called you to live. And somehow, some people may not like it. Some may even shut you out. But Jeremiah was shut in prison because he was doing what a prophet does. Speaking the that say of the Lord. I came here to encourage you today. Whatever God has called you to do, keep on doing it. Keep on saying it. Keep on moving it. People may come. People may go. But keep on doing it. Because if God has said it, he who said it is faithful. And he will be with you. Jeremiah is in jail. 
He did not steal. He did not do anything horrible. All he did was the call of God upon his life is to prophesy, is to hear and to see, is to declare the dusty of the Lord. And God said, Jeremiah, tell them that Jerusalem is about to be taken over by Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. And the king said, why did you do that? Put you in jail. So while in jail, Jeremiah now begins to pray. We jump to verse 17 of Jeremiah 32. He prays, Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and your outstretched arm. There is nothing too hard for you. The man is in jail. And look at how he's praying. How many of us will pray this way when we are in jail? He says, Ha, Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. Nothing is too difficult for you. Lord, I'm in jail, but I still recognize what you have done. I know that you made heaven and the earth and everything within it, and I still decree and declare that nothing is too difficult for you. I came here to tell somebody that it doesn't matter where you are. Still look up and look up to God and say, Ha! Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth. By thy great power, nothing is too difficult for you. Nothing. There is nothing that is too difficult for God to do. It is not difficult for him to lift you. It is not difficult for him to bless you. It is not difficult for him to anoint you. It's not difficult for him to pick you up from the dungeon. You say, Pastor, you don't understand. I messed up. I'm in filth. I like such people. Because I don't trust anyone who has never fallen before. I don't trust anyone who doesn't, who, who, I mean, who's never, never had a bad day. I don't trust you. I don't trust you because you're flaky. I like real people. Pastor, I messed up the other day. Yeah, you are my kind of guy. Come, you are in the dungeon, but I want you to look up and say, Ha, ah, Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth. He said, Lord, but Pastor, I can't even call the name of the Lord. I'm just so filthy. I like such people. Aha, uh -huh, Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. And you still be able to say, nothing is too difficult for you. You can still use me. God wanted to use Moses. And he looked at Moses. And man said, Moses, you were a murderer. But God said, but I like that murderer. God wanted to, to use Paul. And men would say, Paul, of all people, Paul was not just a murderer. He was a mass murderer. He would gather many people and get them killed. God said, I like that. I like your experience. I like your zeal. If you can kill that many people, it means you can bring that many people back into the kingdom. So the thing that other people don't like, God covers The same thing that the enemy uses to bring you down is the same thing God will take to bring you up. Jeremiah said, ha, Lord God. I am in jail. I'm in the dungeon. I'm messed up. I'm filled up. Nothing is working for me. My boyfriend left me. My girlfriend left me. Oh my God, I'm so discouraged. School is not going well. My grades are not coming up. I am messed up. I have no money, no job, nothing. God, I don't think I can do this. He, but he said, you are the guy that I need. Now that you are in this dungeon, Jeremiah, I want you to look up to me. And he says, ha, ah, Lord God. Thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. And then he looks to God and says, God, there's nothing too hard for you. 
many of us can pray that kind of prayer when you are in jail? How many of us can pray that kind of prayer when all is not well? How many of us can pray that kind of prayer when you look at yourself and you don't think that you are worth it? I don't know who I'm talking to, but I came here tonight with the prophetic word. And I know you won't put me in jail like Jeremiah was put in jail, just speaking the prophetic word. But I came here with the prophetic word to tell somebody that God is still interested in you. Tell your neighbor, God is still interested in you. I don't know, I don't know who I'm talking to, but God is still interested in you. He still has you on his radar. He still has his hand upon you. There is something he wants to do with you. After Jeremiah has prayed, something amazing happens. We jump to Jeremiah chapter 33, and I read the first three verses, then I will shut up. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah a second time. Can I ask you one question? Will you help me? At this time, where is Jeremiah? He's still in jail. And the word of the Lord comes to Jeremiah in jail. Paul and Silas were in jail. Praising God. And God visits them breaks the chains and shakes up the earth with an earthquake and releases them from the shackles. Peter was in jail and an angel of the Lord was sent to Peter, broke the chains and set him free. I don't know who I'm talking to, but whatever jail you find yourself in, the word of the Lord is coming to you today in that jail to set you free, to break that yoke, and to every emotional jail, every spiritual jail, every financial jail, every mental jail, every jail you find yourself in by the authority of Jehovah. I said by the authority of Jehovah. I said by the authority of Jehovah. By the authority of Jehovah, I send forth a word unto you now in the name of Jesus that you are coming out of that jail. In that jail you will still have encounters with God. Oh of all places. Some of my best encounters have been at the times when I've been in jail. Not physically. But jail under demonic attacks, satanic encroachments, forces of darkness coming up upon me. If I never had times like that, I would never have learned to pray the way I pray now. My goodness, I tell somebody, whenever you find yourself in that type of a situation, where like Paul and Silas, you are caught up and pinned up in jail and shackled up all over, find your praise. That is where the presence of God comes. If it is like Peter, you are caught up in jail. Oh, find your voice. That is where the angels of the Lord come. If you are like Jeremiah, you are caught up in jail, picked up and packed up in the prison. Still don't shut up. Pick up your voice. Ah, Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth. Lift up your praise even in the jail. Thou hast made the heavens and the earth. What does that sound like? Praise and worship. Thou hast made the heavens and the earth and Jeremiah is still in jail. Thou hast made the heavens and the earth and the shackles are still there. Thou hast made the heavens and the earth and the problem is there. Thou hast made the heavens and the earth and it smells like jail. It's filthy. 
It smells. It's not like the nice jails we have today in Canada. Go to jails in those days and you will see that there were small little holes where people, um, I mean, not even, not even healthy. Think of the sanitation. Think of the air in that place. Think of how small, how filthy the place is. And the prophet of God is there, not because he committed the crime, but just because he spoke the dust, say of the Lord. And at that point, everything in him will be crying, why? Lord, why? Lord, why? But Jeremiah found the voice of praise. He said, ha! Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. And while I'm still here, I decree that nothing is too difficult for you. Oh my God. I don't know who I'm talking to. If we're looking for someone, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I came here to speak a word to you. I came here to bring a word to you because an encounter with God is an encounter with the word. I don't know if you understand that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. God was the word. The word was God. Whenever you encounter the word, you encounter God. When I was driving down, God said to me, there will be somebody or people in the sanctuary today who came and they would say, I want to find God, God, God. God said to me, tell them, my word is me. And when I when they encounter my word, they encounter me. So I don't know who you are, but I came to tell you that you came here to encounter God. And the word of the Lord is here to say there is nothing too difficult for God to do. Oh, excuse me, I forgot I'm in campus rush. I'm supposed to behave. I'm so sorry. I thought I was in, the, I thought I was in TLC because over there we do crazy stuff. Oh, my God. Hey, I don't know if I can speak in tongues here. I know you guys are very civilized and very youngish and, and I know you guys are very innovative. I don't know if tongues still work here. I'm of the old school. I'm still of the old school. It doesn't matter. Tell your neighbor. It doesn't matter what jail you find yourself in. Find your praise. Tell him or her, find your praise. Find your voice. Tell them, find your voice. As you find your voice, uh, there'll be divine visitation. Uh, it happened to Paul. It happened to Peter. It happened to Jeremiah. It's now your turn. Oh, my Lord. Please be seated in this presence. I'm just about to quit. I'm just, I'm just about to quit. I'm almost done. I'm just almost done. The second time, pastor, second time, the word comes to Jeremiah. He's still in jail. And God is talking to him in jail. You see, Tiff, in our world now, when you go to jail, we forget you. By the time you come back, we mess up your record. You ain't going to get any good job. Your record is messed up because you went to jail. You are we actually give you a name. An ex-con. And God is talking to the prophet who is in prison. Not once, but the second time. Let me wrap this up. 
the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah a second time while he was still, still shut up in the court of the prison. It's almost like God is rubbing it in. He said, Jeremiah, I know you are still here. You would say, you would think that God would say, oh, Jeremiah, when you prayed your first prayer, oh, bam, Jeremiah, come out of jail like you did for Peter. And I said, Jeremiah, I know you are still here. Uh, I just have a second word for you. Oh, my God. Sometimes you wonder why God takes his time. Huh? Sometimes you think everything should be rosy. But sometimes you need the word first before you get the release. Oh, my God. Mm. And can I just say something while I'm on this? Ryan, you, you know, it's amazing. God is telling Jeremiah while he's in prison, he reminds him. While he was in prison the second time, it's almost like to say, Jeremiah, I know your positioning system. I know where you are. I know you love GPS, global positioning system. Can I tell you there's another one, divine positioning system. There's even another one, UPS, universal positioning system. And Jehovah God handles that one. He knows exactly where you are. Can I preach like I feel it? He said he knows exactly where you are. So he pinpoints it to Jeremiah. He said, Jeremiah, I know your positioning. You are bam, 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 jail cell number three. You are still in jail. I, Jehovah God, I know you are there, but I'm sending you a word. I release a word unto somebody today. A word unto somebody today. He said, Pastor, but I need a miracle. No, you don't need a miracle. You need a word. Oh, my Lord. Pastor, I need money. No, you don't need money. You need a word. Pastor, I need a husband. I'm about to graduate and I must I must have to catch somebody before I leave here. No, no, you don't need a man. You need a word. He he sent forth his word and the word healed them. When you need healing is the word. When you did money is the word. When you did love is the word. When you did a man is the word. It is the word that produces. In fact, the word is God. In the beginning was the word. So he sends that word to Jeremiah. Oh my Lord. Jeremiah, I know you are in prison. And when you are in prison, what do you think is the number one request, the number one need of a prisoner? Freedom. And in, case of, in place of freedom, he sends him a second word. I'm trying small, small boss. I'm in campus rush. I need to behave, I tell you. Ratole if, if I start preaching, we'll be in trouble. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wind up. I'm just gonna pipe down. Because when that word is released, 
When that word is released, God is released. When that word is released, your needs are released. Because God is bigger than what you need. So when God gives you the word, he's giving you himself. So when himself shows up, that sickness bows to God. Oh Lord. So you were looking for heal, for healing, but he sent you a word and you got upset, but you don't know that the word is God. So when God meets that sickness, that sickness bows to God. Am I talking to somebody? You were looking for a husband and God sent you a word and he said, but God, I need a man. But what you don't know is that God is bigger than the man that you need. And when you get that word, that word produces that man. Am I talking Talking to somebody. It's about God, I need money. God, uh, you don't need money. You need the word because that word is bigger than money. The word is God. When God shows up, money bows down. Please be seated in his presence. I'm almost done. He's in jail. He needs freedom, and God sends him a word. Tell your neighbor, you need a word. No, 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 tell them, tell them, tell them. Say, above everything, you need a word. No, no, say it again. Tell them, tell them. Tell them till they get it. I thought, you, is this campus rush? Tell them, you need the word. That's what we come here for, is the word. Thank God you have a pastor who preaches the word, who lives the word, who loves the word. Thank God you have a pastor who meditates on the word, because it is the word that is the key. What you need is the word. He said, we need to do nice social programs. Bro, you need the word, that's what you need. You can have all the social programs, but without the word, there is nothing, because the word is God. How can a young man keep his way pure? By taking heed according to your word. It is the word that brings holiness. It is the word that brings purity. It is the word that brings joy. It is the word that makes you who you are. It is the word. It is the word. He sent forth his word. So this word is sent to Jeremiah the second time. And meanwhile, Jeremiah is in jail. I've been trying to ask God, God. Why are you doing this to this poor man? Why are you doing that to this poor man? I mean, the man is poor. He's in jail. Not for a crime, but for speaking your word. And the word that got him to jail, God sends another one to him. Oh my God, when you get home, you catch what I just said. He got to jail because of the word. Because he spoke the word. He's a prophet. He prophesied the that say of the law. And after prophesying it, he got into jail. And you would think that God would say, oh, oh, if this got into jail, let me cool down. God sends him another one. <laughs> oh, my God. Some of you, God is taking you deeper. I don't know who I'm talking to, but God is taking somebody deeper. I said, the word will take you deeper. Somebody, God said to me, go and speak to them the word I've put in your spirit. He said, say it briefly and get out of there, and I will do the work in their lives. God said to me, I've sent a word to the church campus rush tonight. Just go and speak it. He said, just go and speak that word. And that's what I'm trying small, small to do. He said, and after you spoke in that word, I will take that word and work in them that which they need. The need will be met by the word. Because the word is God. The word came to Jeremiah the second time while he was still. That word is so painful. Still. He was still shut up in prison. Saying, 
Listen to this. That says the Lord, who made it? Who made what? The Lord who formed it. Who formed what? The Lord who established it. Who established what? God, I'm in jail. He said, that's the Lord who formed it. Who formed what? The Lord who established it. In verse 32, he said, how loud God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth. Verse 33, God comes with a response. Jeremiah, yes, I am the Lord who established it. I established the heavens and the earth. At this point, he was in jail. God is telling him, I still made where you are. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. Lord, this is a four by four cell. He said, I made it. I established it. Is the jail part of the earth? I made the heavens. I made the earth. Jeremiah, oh my Lord. Jeremiah, I made it. I made it. Pastor Kof, you don't understand what I'm going through. I made it. Pastor Cove, you don't get it. I made it. <laughs> Pastor Cove, I just, I'm about to quit school. It's tough. My prof is mean. I made it. <laughs> I established it, Ryan. The heavens and the earth and everything within it, I made it. Can you help me preach tonight? Pastor. It's difficult. What's the response? Jeremiah. You find yourself in prison. What is the response? He said, that saith the Lord. Jeremiah, there's no mistake in this. I made it. You are not a mistake. And what you are going through is not a mistake. He made it. <laughs> Pastor Kofi, you don't get it. I get it. God says... I made it. It's a bitter experience. I made it. Didn't you just tell me I made the heavens and the earth? And God says, yes. I made it. I made sure Saf, that that job you love so much, you will lose it. That you will cry and you feel crushed. And you say, God, where are you? He said, I made it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he said, I made it because I have a better one on its way. Oh, my Lord. Oh, <laughs> I made it. I made it. I made it. What a comfort. What a comfort. God, I'm in jail. Jail 
You expect God to come and say, why are you, oh, that say of the Lord, my peace I give unto you. You're not coming out. He said, uh, Jeremiah, <laughs> where you are, <laughs> I, <laughs> I made it. Can you find three people? Look at them and tell them. <laughs> God made it. Just tell them. <laughs> Just look at them. Don't ask them for anything. Just tell them God made it. <laughs> he made it. <laughs> oh, my God. Just tell them he made it. Just tell them God made it. I'm just about to quit. I'm just about to quit. Uh, find three other people you never met in the past and tell them again. Say he made it. Just tell them he made it. He made it. The good, the bad, the not so good. He made it. Apostle, you, you remember that scripture which says the steps of the righteous person are the last time I checked, you were born again. Feed with the Holy Ghost. Baptized in the Holy Ghost. The last time I checked, by faith you believe that Jesus died on the cross. And with your mouth you confess that Jesus is your Lord. And you became born again. And from that point on, everything that has happened in between, he made it. He made your friends to betray you. He made your friends to laugh at you. I don't know who I'm talking to. He says, I made it. I made it. I made sure you flunked. I made it. I made sure that you hit your hand on the, on the floor. Bam! And you were bleeding. He said, I made it. So you will learn humility. I'm trying small, small, sir. Yes, you thought you knew God so much. You were the who is who. And then God made sure you made a silly mistake. And when you remember, you feel like hiding in there. He said, I made it. Because that's the only way you learn humility. Oh, God. That is why I don't trust people who have never fallen before. I don't trust people who have never had a bad day. I don't trust people who just everything is, all their eyes are dotted, T's are crossed. I don't trust them. I mean, I don't trust them. I cannot trust them. I can't trust them because I need to trust you to be able to lay a load on you. I need to know that you've been through my bad days before. I need to know that you've wept before. I need to know that you've been through painful stuff before. I need to know that you understand when I say it's tough. I need to know that you've been there before. When I tell you somebody has left my life, I need to know what it feels like. And all of that, God will say, slap your neighbor and tell him God made it sit up God made it tell them God made it cheer up God made it oh find somebody tell him I said slap your neighbor and tell him cheer up God made it he made it I came to lift you up this night by the authority of the word. I came to bring you to another level by the authority of the word. I came to let you know that divine eyes are watching you. Divine hand is lifting you. I came to, you to make sure you understand that God made it all. 
Pastor Saul, you only tell me when I am praying three hours a day, God made it. And the day I can't even say, our Father who art in heaven, God made it. So, you want to tell me, God did not know that when Jesus chose 12, there was a Judas? That God didn't know it. He chose the 11 and he put one in there. So Jesus will learn what it feels like to be betrayed. He made it. He made it. He did. You didn't come here by accident. Somebody's watching me wherever you are around the world. You are watching me. God made it. You didn't come to Carlton by accident. God made it. You didn't go to Ottawa you by accident. God made it. Many of you had no plans of ending up here in Ottawa, but you are here. God made it. He brought you this far. He made it. He made it. I don't know who I'm talking about. I came to lift up somebody. God made it. That Paul will be the same guy who will kill the disciples and then afterwards he will turn around and be the same guy who will write 16 of the epistles. 16. And be a leading apostle in the New Testament. God made it that you be betrayed. He made it. The day you cried, he made it. Because then you understand what it is like to laugh. You can't enjoy laughter if you don't know how tears are deep. God made it. What good is gain without pain? God made it. I thank God for everything he took me through. I thank God he made it. I've been on the hospital bed at the junction of life and death at the Ajax Pickering Hospital with all sorts of machines I've been giving up to die. God made it. He visited me at 1.15 p.m. July 11th, 1999, in room 221, medical surgical floor, Ajax Pickering Hospital. He made it. He touched me, brought me from death. Within 24 hours, I was home. He made it. From that day, he gave me an anointing to heal. He made it. It is God who made it. He made me meet Regina so we can bring Kofi and Kweku and Reza and Regina. God made it. You will never miss your destiny, partner. I don't care how old you are. I don't care who is telling you what. There is a destiny partner for you. God made them. You will meet them. Relax.
God has a UPS, a universal positioning system. He knows exactly where you are. He knows exactly where your destiny partner is. He knows exactly when your paths will cross. Chill. Stop stressing. God made it. I can't even finish the message. I can't finish it. I can't finish it. He said, Jeremiah, you told me I made the heavens and the earth. He said, yeah, I made them. He said, Jeremiah, you prayed and cried out to me earlier on, but I've come to you the second time, and I'm here to tell you, call unto me. That word, call unto me, is the Greek, is the Hebrew word, kara, Q-A, Q-A-R-A, Kara. It's a call unto me. It literally means, Apostle, call louder. You called loud in the earliest day, but now call louder. It means shout louder. The word call is not just, just give me a little, give me a phone call. No. He said, I know you called me, but I'm here talking to you the second time, Jeremiah. You prayed. You said, ha, Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. I heard you the first time, but I've come to you with the second word. And what is my word? Call unto me. Kara unto me. Call louder. Shout louder. I know you prayed the silent prayer, but now open your mouth and pray some gragra prayer. Now open your mouth and put your foot down. Yes, God can hear silent prayer, but there are times when the violent take it by force. Oh my God. He says, Jeremiah, kara unto me. Call unto me. Yell, scream, shout. Am I here at Campus Rush? Can I hear a shout somewhere? Can I hear a Jesus somewhere? I said, can I hear it like you mean business and say Blind Bartimaeus kept saying, Jesus, that son, of D, that son of David, have mercy on me. Everybody said, keep quiet, keep quiet. You know what he did? He caraed. Jesus! From one decibel to another. From one volume to another. That's the message to Jeremiah. I know you've been praying. I know you've been fasting. I came here to tell you the word of the Lord to Campus Rush. Kara unto me. Move to another level. Call louder. Call louder. Call louder. Oh my God. Pray longer. Shout stronger. Sing more. Go to the next level. The second meaning of the word kara, and I'm out of your way. <laughs> kara means to call someone by his name. Oh, my Lord. Oh, Lavrutiri Bahaya. So, son, the amazing thing God is telling Jeremiah, say, Jeremiah, call me. In other words, Jeremiah, my name is Jehovah, and I want you to call me. <laughs> Right now, if I say Oba, there's only one person who will respond right here. Because I called him by his name. 
Campus Rush, thus saith the Lord, this year you will cry unto God, for he will answer you, and he will tell you great and mighty things which you don't know of. There's going to be a release of the word of God this year in your midst. It's going to be strong. It's going to be mighty. It's going to be powerful. People are going to connect from across the group. What you have seen, you haven't seen anything yet. Mark this prophecy. Put it somewhere. There is hunger in the hearts of young men and women across the globe. And God has found a group of young men and women in this house who are willing to say, God, use us. He said, call me by my name. If you need healing, find his name. He is Jehovah Rophe, the Lord, my healer. Call him by his name. Jeremiah, you are in jail. You need me to bring you. Call me by my name. What is my name? I am the deliverer. Call me Jehovah, the deliverer. If you need money, he said, call me by my name. I am Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, your provider. Find God's name. Call him directly. Don't just call him louder, but call him by his covenant name. Am I talking to somebody? Oh, what is he to you? What name do you have for God? If you don't have one, create one. I call him my helper. I call him my deliverer. I call him my savior. I call him the lifter of my head. He has never let me down. He will never let my head be bowed down in shame. He will not leave me nor forsake me. Oh my God, I will never, never, ever be broke another day in my life because I call him my shepherd, the Lord, my provider. I call him, oh my God, I don't know if you have a name for him. Do you have a name for Jehovah? He said, Jeremiah, Kara, Kara, number one, call me louder. Number two, Call me by my name. If I say self, only one person will respond because I've called you by your covenant name. When you call God by covenant name, if I say Tian, only one person will respond because I've called you by your covenant name. So God says, find his covenant name. That which you need, create a name for him. Call him, he's the giver of my perfect husband. You are the giver of my perfect wife. You are the helper of my studies. Some of you need to give God some creative names. Am I talking to you? If you need salvation, I'm here to tell you he's the savior of your soul. He will not let you. He is not interested in you going to hell. He wants you to know him as your Lord and savior. Before I quit today, if you don't know him, if Jesus is not your Lord, I want to give you this chance. He's the savior. He's the savior of your soul. If you knew him, but somehow... Your fire is gone down. And all of a sudden, you are, oh my God, you need fire in your spirit. This morning, this evening, I'll give you a chance. I look at my daughter Chisholm and I see her and I see a woman God took through the fire. But you sit here and it's almost like God made it. And he took you through. And look at you. You, you thought you couldn't make it, but God made it. He brought you out of it. God made it. That's when you know you are in divine hands. So you can call him the Lord who makes a way where there seems to be no way. Call him by his covenant name. Kara unto me. He made it.
while all heads are bowed and I want to pray for you. You say, Pastor, please pray for me tonight. I need to know the Lord Jesus, my Savior. Or I know him, but my fire is gone. My zeal is gone. I, I can't even cry. I can't even call out. I find myself in the dungeon. And I know he made it, but it's difficult. And I need you to pray for me. I want to pray for you quickly. Please make your way up here. Make your way, make your way up here quickly. Let me pray for you, such people. Yes, thank you for coming. Yes, yes, I see. Yes, come. Yes, he made it. Yes, he made it. Yes, yes, he made it. Yes, he did. It was painful, but he made it. This morning, this evening, it's like saying to God, God, you, what you started, please fix it. Yes, you made it. Please fix it. Please finish it. Lapatoria. Yes, I see. Yes, I see. Yes, I see. Yes, keep coming. Keep coming. God sent me here tonight with a word for you. He made it. Matula masumale hayavri aturi behayam rando haya. Bratole bako abraka batula basete de 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 de. La bratole le 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 le. Sibaria le 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 le. Riatole de de de. He made it. He made it. He made it. I'm so glad to see all of you here at the front. While you are here, God is doing something in your life, I tell you. Lord is touching you by his power, touching you by his spirit. There's some renewal going on. There's some renewal. You said, Pastor, I just need some fire. I need some renewal. This is your night. I came here for you. I just came here for you. God sent me here for you. Come on here. Let's pray the old time revival prayers. Come and let us just pray like we do it. We do it. We do it in old time. Just pray our heart out at the altar. While you are here, can you begin to pour your heart out to God? Just pour your heart. Just pour. Just pour it. Just pour your heart. What am, just pour it. If the tears are flowing, just let them flow. It's okay. Just so it's okay to cry. Just pour them out before God. Matoke very higher. Just pour. Just tell God, I need you one more time. Lord, I just need you one more time. I, I just need you. I, I just need you. I found myself in this dungeon and I need you, Papa. I just need you one more time. I just need you. Masubare Hayebehi. Some of you to start calling God as a good God. When you start calling him as a good God, he becomes good to you. When you call him as your savior, he becomes your savior. If you are sick, call him as your healer. He becomes your healer. Call him by his covenant name. If you need money, call him. You are my provider. He becomes your provider by his covenant name. By his covenant name. Kara, call me by my name. Jeremiah, you are in jail. You want to come out. Call me louder and call me by my name. He says, and I will answer you. And I will tell you great and mighty things which you don't know. You called the first time. But I'm here to tell you, Jeremiah, call louder. Call with my covenant name. Because I made it. 
Oh, Jesus. Those of you who are here, pray this simple prayer after me. Asking God, asking God, asking God, asking God to do a new thing. Those of you watching me via Facebook, whatever means, you can join this prayer. If you're out there, you can still join this prayer and say after me, Father, in the name of Jesus, I open my heart to you. Come into my heart. I call you my Savior. Save my soul in the name of Jesus. I ask your fire of the Holy Ghost to come into my life as never before. Set me on fire. I want to be on fire for you. I want to hear your word again. In the name of Jesus, I thank you and bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Campus Rush Podcast. If you enjoyed this message and want to partner with us, visit us at www.campusrush.org to become a global partner or to partner with us in giving.